from Retroman Blog and welcome to episode 37 of Retrosonic Podcast. When I was looking back on last year trying to pick out our best albums, gigs and events of 2019, I was a bit stuck when it came to band of the year. I mean Lepe released our favourite album Diabolique, two superb 12-inch singles and treated us to one of the gigs of the year when they made their UK debut at Earth in Hackney on December the 9th. However, this is where it gets a bit difficult, as the Liminanas set a very high bar early in the year with their fantastic show at the 100 Club back in February. This gig held the top spot almost to the end of the year, right up to that mind-blowing performance by Lepe. In turn, the Liminanas made another late counterclaim with the release of their soundtrack to the movie La Belle in November. So it's so difficult to choose between the two, so I won't. Luckily I can cheat a bit, as Lepe and the Liminanas are pretty much one and the same band. You see, Lepe are basically the Liminanas with the addition of Anton Newcomb from the Brian Jonestown Massacre and the French actress and singer Emmanuelle Seigneur. So, in this special edition of Retrosonic Podcast, I'll be paying tribute to the Liminanas, looking at their early days, their influences, and their collaborations right up to the forming of Lepe last year. So, in other words, in this episode, I'll be playing something old, something borrowed, and something new. with Crank from their 1998 Female Jungle album. And that's probably a good place to start on our journey into the centre of the Liminalas. 
After all, they played a blistering version of this at the 100 Club show last year, acknowledging their past while at the same time blowing the roof off the venue. The Liminanas, as we know them nowadays, are the husband and wife duo of Lionel and Marie Liminana, who run their operation from their home studio in Cabestani, a suburb of Perpignan in the deep south of France. That's about uh, less than an hour from the Spanish border. But if we rewind to the early 90s, Lionel's band, the Beach Bitches, were one of the leading lights of a thriving garage punk scene in Perpignan. And that included bands such as the Sonic Chicken 4, Jack of Hearts and the Feedbacks. Apparently, at the time, the city was the ideal breeding ground for a healthy music scene, with high unemployment and very few clubs and venues. But luckily, there were lots of good bookstores and record shops, where Lionel and his friends would hang out, listening to music and forming their own bands, as there wasn't much else to do. Lionel would be particularly inspired by a back-from-the-grave compilation of obscure 60s garage rock bands that he picked up at the local store Lolita. Uh, he was also getting an eclectic musical education from his brothers and sister, lapping up their record collections that included everything from Joy Division, The Doors, the MC5, to 60s pop like The Monkees, and even the English mod revival scene of 1979. Lionel formed the Beach Bitches with his school friend Guillaume Picard, although at the same time, on the records, he was credited as Shaggy L. Guillaume was known as the Gippy, and they had an intriguingly named organ player called Psychotic Maurice. Uh, this was the start of a long-standing musical collaboration between Lionel and Guillaume that endures to this day. And indeed, the song Pink Flamingos from the Liminana's latest album, Shadow People, was actually written by the pair when they were just 16 years old. A Beach Bitches drummer, Vladimir Malaga, also ran a record label called Nasty Product, and in 2003 he released the second single by Guillaume's other band, The Toxic Farmers, and it was a four-track seven-inch vinyl EP entitled The Dark Side of Elvis. And here's a track from it.
and that was a Toxic Farmers with Feel Alright, and that was taken from their EP The Dark Side of Elvis. And the band's lineup at the time of recording that EP included Vladimir's younger brother Mikey, who is now the excellent bassist with the Liminana's touring lineup. And this is a good example of the Liminana's tradition of continuing to work with their old friends, family, local musicians, and as we'll see on the next musical project, even their partners. So Lee and Ella Marie had their own record store called Vinyl Maniac, and they also started promoting local gigs in the area. And they put on bands such as the Woggles, Flesh Tones, and New Bomb Turks. And Marie would find bars and venues on the coast that would be closed over the quieter out-of-season winter months, meaning they could get good deals to put on shows. Unfortunately, as the demand for vinyl waned, and the cost of putting on bands got more expensive, the shop and gig promotions ended, and they decided to concentrate on making their own music in their home studio. In 2003, Lionel, Marie, Guillaume and his partner Nadej decided to form a new band called Les Ballas, and they incorporated a more 60s French pop influence into their sound. It also introduced us to Marie's unique drumming style, with a huge Gretsch bass drum, floor tom and obviously no cymbals. And this was intended to fill out the sound as the band didn't have a bass player, preferring to give it a try with two guitarists, just like one of their favourite bands, The Gories. Unfortunately, Les Ballas only released two singles, which was a real shame, but there's a superb compilation of these and other unreleased material called Les Ballas Integral Recordings, and here's a track from it.
That was Les Ballas and I Love You, and that's taken from an excellent compilation album, Les Ballas Integral Recordings. The album also sees the beginning of Lionel and Marie's love of recording covers of some of their favourite songs, and there are two superb examples included on the compilation. And here are the originals. You'll just have to buy the compilation to hear Les Ballas versions.
So first of all, you heard the 1966 garage punk nugget, It's a Crying Shame, and that was by The Gentleman. And then you heard Wanda Jackson with The Cramps and Funnel of Love. And that was her 1961 single, which was re-recorded for a Heart Trouble album, and it featured Poison Ivy of The Cramps. So after Les Ballas, Marie and Lionel decided to form the Liminanas, officially as a duo, but they would also call on their tight-knit circle of musically talented friends to contribute to their recordings. Indeed, Nadej from Les Ballas was to sing lead vocals on their debut single, I'm Dead. was Eliminana's first single, I'm Dead, which was released on Hozak Records in 2010. And so far, the Liminanas have released five studio albums, three compilations, a movie soundtrack, along with numerous singles and collaborations along the way. They respect no dogma, as Lionel once said, and they're not afraid to incorporate all of their many and varied influence into their sound, whether that be 60s garage punk, French Yeah Yeah, Serge Gainsbourg, spaghetti western spy movie soundtracks, or the music of Suicide, Can and the Velvet Underground. And that's not to mention the Turkish and Arabic music. But most importantly, there's a huge dose of fuzz. Okay. Ce qu'il nous faut pour commencer, c'est une voix bien profonde. 
à ce vous enverrez trois gousses d'ail en offrant une cuillère en bois est nécessaire pour ne rien rayer du fond de la poêle. I was quite intrigued by the Liminana's influences, and they're certainly not afraid to tackle cover versions of some of their favourite songs, whether that be live or on record. They regularly include Can's Mother Sky and Them's Gloria into their live set list, and have recorded diverse takes on songs by the Beach Boys, John Wesley Coleman III, and Julian Clerk, amongst others. And next up, here's a few of my personal favourites. These are the originals, and if you want to hear the Liminana's versions, you'll just have to go and buy their albums.
And you just heard Jay Riotard with An Ugly Death, and that's from the Matador Singles 08 album. And that was followed by Lords of the New Church and their 1982 single Russian Roulette. And then finally, it was a superb Time Will Tell from Michel Polnareff's 1966 debut album. And most of the Limonana's cover versions can be found on the two indispensable compilations I've Got Trouble in Mind, Volumes 1 and 2. In 2015, the Limonanas released their own version of Time Will Tell as a 7-inch single, and that had Nika on the lead vocals. And Nika was to become the band's live vocalist for a while, but left last year to concentrate on her own music. And this leads me on to my next section. Nika is not the only Limonanas collaborator to be busy with their own music. We've already heard about Guillaume Picard's close relationship to the band, and he and his brother Renault are both in a band called Hare and the Otters. And then Renault is also in another band with the former Le Ballas singer Nadej, and they're called The Lamps. And here's some great music from both of these bands. See 
And you just heard Hair and the Oyotas and The Highest Grounds. And then we had The Lamps and Montour. As if he's not busy enough, Renault is also currently in the Lemonanas and Lepe touring lineup. And if it's not too confusing, he's in yet another band and they're called Crank. And you can probably sense that he was quite influenced by his brother and Leonor's old band, The Beach Bitches, and their standout track Crank, which you heard earlier in this episode. In fact, they even recorded a cover version of it on their self-titled debut album. But rather than play the song Crank by the band Crank from the album Crank, here's another song from the album and this is called Hardway. Hardway from their excellent self-titled debut album which was released in 2013 and is well worth getting hold of.
And as the Liminale's reputation grew, so they started to get more opportunities to work with some other well-known artists. For example, Peter Hook from Joy Division and New Order added his distinctive bass to the Garden of Love single, and in 2015, Marie and Lionel released an album together with the avant-garde musician Pascal Comillard, and that was called Traite de Guitare Triolectique, if you pardon my French. And the Liminanas played this track um, at the 100 Club show, and it was excellent. And here it is. This is One of Us, One of Us, One of Us. And that was the Liminales and Pascal Comillard, and one of us, one of us, one of us. However, it will be the next collaboration that would arguably be the most important in the Liminales story so far.
So then I looked into her mirror Priscilla looked into the washing machine And the drudgery of being wed She was so jealous of her sister And her liberty and her smart young friends She was so jealous of her sister So Bella looked into the wardrobe Priscilla looked into the frying So jealous of her sister And her way of life And her luxury flat She was so jealous of her sister She threw away her dirty dishes Just to be free again Her woman's weekly magazines Just to be free again Children in the nursery Just to be free again Priscilla saw her little children And then decided she was better off Than the wayward lass That her sister had been No longer jealous of her sister So she ran round the house With her curlers on No longer jealous of her sister And you just heard the Brian Jonestown Massacre and Vacuum Boots from Take It From The Man. And that was followed by The Kinks' Two Sisters, which was from their 1967 Pie Records album, Something Else By The Kinks. And these two are linked because um, Marie and Leon all first collaborated with Anton Newcomb from the Brian Jonestown Massacre on a cover of that kink song for a Mojo Music Magazine compilation. And then it was decided that Anton would um, work with the Liminanas to produce their next album and they ended up going into his studio in Berlin to work on their fifth album, Shadow People. Anton's sound engineer for the sessions was Andrea Wright, who had worked extensively with Echo and the Bunnymen. And they recorded a cover of an obscure Bunnymen track, Angels and Devils, for the B-side of the single, Istanbul is Sleepy. Getting the thing 
and the Bunnymen and Angels and Devils, which was the B-side of their 1984 Crover record single, Silver. And you can find that on the fantastic Crystal Days compilation. And the next interesting collaboration for the Shadow People album was with the French singer Bertrand Bellin, who Marie and Lionel got to know when they both played at a festival in Australia. And he co-wrote and added his distinctive vocals to the great single, Dimanche.
And the next important contributor was a French actress and singer, Emmanuel Seigneur, who had already released two solo albums and had also worked with the French psych rock band Ultra Orange. Emmanuel went down to Marie and Lionel's studio in Cabestani to hang out and record the vocals for the Shadow People title track. Following the success of Shadow People, the next plan was to work on a new solo album from Manuel. However, they must have enjoyed working together so much that they decided to form a brand new band instead. And this band was to be called L'Epe, or The Sword in English, and they released a quite stunning debut album, Diabolique, on Anton's A Recordings label. A tour was announced featuring the official lineup of Lionel and Anton on guitars, Marie on drums, and Emmanuel on the lead vocals. And then there was a regular Liminana's touring band, of Alban Barat on guitar and organ, Ivan Telefunken Martinez on his Dayglow psych guitar and organ, and a couple more familiar names, Mikey Malaga on the bass, and that man again, Renaud Picard on vocals and guitars. 
and you just heard the track Dreams, and that's from Lepe's debut album Diabolique. But 2019 didn't end with Lepe, and as usual, Marie and Lionel have been incredibly busy, and not only did they release the soundtrack to the Pierre Creton movie Le Belle Ete, but Lionel also found time to produce the latest album by Le Wampus. And here's a track from both of those projects.
And first of all, you heard Liminanas with vocals from Etienne Daho, and that was One Blood Circle from the soundtrack to La Belle Ette movie. And then we had C'est Politique from the Salvre Le Monde album, and that's by Le Wampus, which was released in 2019 and produced by Lionel. So thanks for listening, everybody. I do apologise for my bad pronunciation, but my French language skills are very poor. But I do hope you enjoyed this uh, Liminana special. Don't forget to check out the blog at www.retromanblog.com for the corresponding feature, where I'll put links to all the feature bands so you can check out more information and, more importantly, where to buy their records. There's also features on the blog on the Liminana show at the 100 Club last year and Lepe's debut London show, including loads of photos and videos. I must just mention that Marie has a fantastic online store at Etsy called Migas2000, where you can get loads of great Liminana's-related records and merchandise. And finally, huge thanks to the band and to Alain Bibal for the great cover photo. And to play us out, this is the Liminana's and Funeral Baby. Yeah.